You're too good. Snapback Journey Radio. Snapback Journey Radio. Snapback Journey Radio. Presented by Yo Checka TV. With healthy conversations. Hosted by Checka C. Hey, yo, Checka. What's up? It's Checka C, media personality and your host of Snapback Journey. All about women overcoming struggles with their health, heart, and pocketbook. Healing mentally, physically, and spiritually. Snapback Journey podcast. It's Checka C on with my co-host today, Ali Mack, who is a radio personality. You can catch her in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, media, per- media personality, fellow friend of mine. Back in the day, we did terrestrial radio together. Um, now we're here because we both love to run. Although I've been a huge slacker. You have been like marathon after marathon. And I'm just like, OMG, there's more to this girl than just talking on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought I was just all radio all the time um, until I just thought one day, how do those marathoners do it? Let me sign up for one and try and figure this out. And now I absolutely fell in love with it. You were a runner way before I was. Yeah, um, like I know with me, like I was never really like a runner myself, but like with my husband, Brian, he like runs all the time and then he kind of got me into it. And then we just started doing the Peachtree Road Races once a year. Allie Mack, you've been doing like six a year, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) It feels Yeah, the goal, right. The goal is to do a half marathon, like at least once a month and then do a marathon once a year. And I want, once things get back to normal, do a marathon in a different country, uh, on a different continent um, for the next seven years and conquer the world. Love, 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 love that. Okay, so I know for a while, like you and I always talked about like fitness and stuff, but then like, I know you started doing a lot of yoga. What was the transition from yoga to running and why? Because that's a big difference. I People who don't work out or maybe just do one or the other may not realize, but there's a big difference. Yes, there's a major difference. Um, and it's, I think it all is based around the same principle of kind of centering yourself and figuring out what makes your mind right. I just found when I would get home from yoga or like a spin class even, I still wanted to do more. Like I just wanted to be more active. I needed something else. And with running, there's no limit. You, you know, the class isn't over. You can keep going until your mind is right. I like that. And my mind i see it as like this when i wake up every single morning when you play jenga and the blocks all topple over that's my mind in the morning when i go for a run the blocks slowly like stack back up into that original pile you had at the beginning and it just irons everything out for me and you want me after i've run you don't want me before i've run I love that. The, I knew you go early in the morning because there was one point that you were like, just get up early, Cheka, and just do three songs. Just three songs. Put the three songs. Like, I remember you telling me that. And that's like really good, you know, information because it's like, that's one of the things that kind of sticks to somebody. You know, you just say, just three songs. That's it. Put them on. Put your headphones on and go. Yeah. Three songs is basically a mile, uh, roughly. It depends on how fast you are. But when you wake up, just before your brain has time to talk you out of it, that's the best time to get going. And I, so I've gone from like three songs, right? That's all I would tell myself whenever I was running in the morning. I love to now. I love how your meter like relates to radio and music. So like, (laughs) 
It does. It does. Every time. I mean, I break it down into music because, I mean, I love music. So yes, it's it. so much better than thinking like, oh, God, I got to run for 10 minutes. It's no, three of my favorite songs. That's easy enough. But now I move it to 30 minutes because there's some function in the heart. I'm not sure if it's anaerobic or aerobic. It switches from that to the other and you go into your float state or flow state. Um, so it's just automatic and that hard part is over. If you can just make it through 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is tough to get through. So you got to break it down to those songs. <laughs> well, and you know, Ali, I think like when I started running, like personally, I don't know if you, you feel the same, but like, I felt like there was this really sense of being very, um, accountable and very uh like determined and also very what's the word i'm looking for i can't think of it right now but like you have to be disciplined is the word you know like like there's an amount of discipline that goes into running like i can wake up and do yoga in my living room on the floor on television right or whatever on youtube whatever but like there's this thing about running and getting on the concrete outside that's just more disciplined and forced, you know? Yeah, it's like, um, I remember someone referring it to like, as like this barbaric, savage, like primal thing. It's the most basic function we've done for millions of years. And it, it is, you have to be very accountable because it's so easy at any point in time to listen to that voice in your head that says, I should stop here. You should stop, you don't need to go any further. That voice is lying to you. You can always go further and you'll be amazed. I'm all like, to me, it's always amazing. Like when I look down, I'm like, okay, I've done one mile. I got 10 more to go or whatever it is. It goes so much faster than you think it will. Yeah. If you have the right playlist and you've eaten the right things, like it, it will come to an end at some point. Just make it to that amount that you want to make it to because the promise you make to yourself on the amount you want to do, you're going to kick yourself the rest of the day if you don't hit that one mile mark that you wanted to hit. Right, right, I know. Um, I like to the um, metaphorical way that it relates to our lives, like just keep going, don't stop. You can take it further. You know what I mean? Like those symbolic metaphoric terms that we're using as we're running, like don't stop, keep your legs moving. It's just kind of, I mean, like I always share this with people. I read Angie Martinez's book. She is radio personality in New York, you know, for years. And I read her book and she ran the New York City Marathon years ago in the freezing cold. And this was her first, not in, I mean, the woman does not run. If you follow her, you know the deal. She's not like into exercise, not her deal. But when I read this, I just felt her like every second in this race. I mean, she said that at points of the race, there, were, there was nobody there cheering her on. You know, nobody on the sidelines just freezing cold, windbreaker falling, legs giving out, you know? I mean, like the slow trot of like slowly picking up your feet, but not really. You kind of feel like you're walking after a while at some point, right? Like it feels like it's kind of slowing. I mean, like just, if you read, it's like the last two chapters in her book, you know, the voice that she wrote years ago. Yeah. But I mean, just like, I always tell that story to people because I got goosebumps just reading it, you know? And it was just like, wow, those moments that are just like, you're at the very edge, you know, <laughs> like just those tipping yes. moments that like kind of differentiate you and your mindset to 
somebody else that may have just stopped in the race and gave up. Absolutely, 100%. Nobody, absolutely nobody is going to be mad at you if you stop. No one is going to fault you if you stop at mile 15 or it's too cold and you want to get a blanket. No one's going to be mad at you about that. Right. It's all you. You have to push yourself through it. You're the only person that can push yourself through this because everyone's going to be like, oh, I only did like you. You got to 15 miles. That's great. That's more than anyone else did today. So you're, you're going to get that praise and no one's going to like be mad at you for quitting on anything except yourself. Yeah. So you just have to. And it is. It is such a. Uh, my dad is a marathon runner. So he told me before my first marathon, you're going to feel every emotion tomorrow and you're gonna have such memories going through it. And I did every single one. It was like mile one, this is incredible. I can't believe I'm doing this. And then mile five was like, man, I'm really in flow state now. Mile eight is where the dark kind of set in. It was like, I'm alone. What have I done? Like what, it is still probably three hours until I'll see anyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? But you just kind of, and you find people along the way that keep you going. You'll see um, other runners, or especially there's um, the Donna run down here is for breast cancer awareness. And it's, um, it was the most motivating thing to be running. And then you look up and it's someone in front of you when you want to stop. And that voice is telling you to stop. You look up and you see someone has survivor written on their back. You're like, screw it i'm not quitting i'm going that's like we're doing this for them and so it's just it's really empowering to be around other people but it's all it all comes down to you and your mindset and keeping that mind right and you have to be like i'm so glad my dad did tell me that there was going to have that like dark right. moment because you right. do feel it you feel it and you're like i can just quit why did i do this uh, but if you can push through it the pride that you feel in yourself is unlike anything else yeah it's so great. Yeah. I've never done a marathon. I've only done the 10Ks, right? But those were great. So I could only imagine. I know that at some point, I think I think I have definitely teared and cried up, like in certain like runs. I don't I can't remember exactly when or where or how. But I want to ask you, did you ever have, you know, when you say dark, do you mean like you get emotional or you just get like sad or depressed? Like, what does that look like for you? Like, are, you know, or is it just all mental? Like, are you actually shedding tears? I think, yeah, it was that eight, nine mile period where I was close to like tears because I just knew that I had my family waiting for me at the finish line. And at that point, it's still 20 plus, you know, it's still like nine, I don't know, I can't do the math right now. There's right, so right. many miles okay. to go. It's so many miles high. to go. But then, you know, you, so you just have to dig deep and just know like, this is false. I've done this. I've been training and running 22 miles right, right, right. on the weekend. Like this is okay. It's okay, just keep going. It's just that one foot in front of the other. Like, don't think, it, it, when you're at mile 10 or you know you start to feel that darkness creeping in it's not about the entire length that you're running it's about maybe the next 10 steps for you just get through the next 10 steps yeah. get through the next 10 steps and maybe take a walk if you need to or get through the next half mile and then take a little break if you need to you know what just follow this person that's kind of at your pace for the next minute and see if you can kind of keep up with them and you just have to have little challenges to yourself or bringing it back to music, what I do for myself, if I'm in a point where I need to walk a little bit, I make myself run during um, the hook of the song, the melody of the song. Now, yeah, during the different like lyrics, you can walk, but once they kick into that melody, you gotta run. So it keeps you going. You just have to find little ways that your mind 
Well, keep you going. And it's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, you know, I think um, there's like this, I said this is sense of determination, but is there, like, we're in the middle of, first of all, winter, Christmas time, the worst time for anybody to even think about exercising. However, right. we are on the brink of starting a new year when everybody decides, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, I want to do that, and they have a million and one goals. So it's really a good time right now for you to get into somebody's eardrum. So what is your advice to say to somebody who is like, I just can't, I can't even do a mile. You're over here talking about 22 miles, Allie. <laughs> like, you know, like, let's, let's talk about just like getting out of bed and doing a mile. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, and that's, I totally feel that. When I was in middle school, I puked during the mile run at school. Like I could, so it was a very traumatic, I mean, that's a very volatile time anyway. <laughs> but um, for anyone that's thinking about it is like, so I have this, I, I'm programmed like negatively. I always think negative. So I have to bounce it back with, but what if I do? So like, I could never run a mile, but what if I do today? What if I just try? What if I just do it? Just try it um, and set up little rewards for yourself. You want to go get that donut or, you know, you want to splurge on a meal and not feel bad about it. Not that you should ever feel bad about anything you eat, but like set up little rewards or even it's, um, you know, materialistic, but a new pair of running shoes, a new workout outfit will pump you up so much. Get that playlist right and just try it. Three songs. Pick out your favorite three songs, and that will probably equal about a mile if you jog to them. Or even if you're not running for a mile and you got to walk in between, you have done so much more than half the people at home, like, you know, watching Netflix. So yeah. any amount you do is enough. Just get up and go. You just got to get up and go. I like that. Is there a moment in your life where you felt like I need to snap back from something and taking that run really helped you snap back? Like whenever, wherever, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you have moments like daily, but like something you remember, like major that really maybe just threw you off your Richter. And then you were like, I got to go run and this is going to bounce me back. Absolutely. It was, um, when the radio station I worked with decided not to renew my contract. So I was without a job and I didn't know what I was going to be doing. And radio was my life. And the basic reason I had signed up for this marathon I was signed up for was my storyline on the radio. <laughs> but I was like, well, just because I don't have this job anymore doesn't mean I still can't conquer this goal. So um, and it, it really helped me get through that um, point in time just kind of like work it out, be able to think things through clearly. But really it's been um, such a blessing that I do love running during this pandemic when you're not really allowed to see people and you can't go visit people and traveling is not a thing right now. Just getting out of my small one bedroom apartment and having a run, it's like a little mini journey. I've been discovering my um, my area in Jacksonville, my neighborhoods and seeing things I've never seen before. That's the best way to learn a new neighborhood is running. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like yeah. that about running too. And, and even walking, you know, whatever you decide to do, run, walk, jog, whatever. But like, I think that's one of the beauty, you know, like you never could see nature the way you see it in a car, right? Like never. Yes, absolutely. You know, we thoroughly enjoy taking walks, runs, whatever. 
Um, but even a simple walk is just like, I love that. Like, just because it's like, oh my God, I would have never stopped and smelled the roses, literally. <laughs> literally. Well, yeah, because if you're driving down to that bakery down the street, you've missed, what, five blocks in between and you never stopped to see. Or look at those little like historic landmarks, like why this is protected. You never see those things. <laughs> yeah. But it just gives you another sense. And with the pandemic, you're right. I think it's an absolutely like it's it's a really good thing to do. First of all, to stay healthy. Second of all, to just like keep your lungs good, right? Like um, we know that the pandemic and COVID is like attacking the lungs. So like that's another really great thing. And um, you know, it's just I think it's just overall positive. Like you said, like you lost the job and you were able to still kind of just say, you know what, I'm going to run through this stress. I'm going to bounce back and make it happen. So I love it. I think it's great that you're running. I love that you're doing all of these like workouts and, and, and really just like running through these marathons. Like I'm like, what? Allie, I to be like you. Me, I might have started running before you, but you have surpassed. I'm like, girl. Do you remember you came over to my apartment so I could braid your hair for the Peachtree Road oh, Race? Yeah. And I was like, you go run that thing. I don't do that. <laughs> you were like, not about that life at all. I was like, can you just braid my hair? She put my hair in like the two pony pigtail braids. I don't even know what they're called, but <laughs> I was like, thanks. Cause I just wanted this cute little look. Cause it was such a big deal. You know, it still is a really big deal to run that race, even though every, all the races are virtual now, but, um, you're running virtual races, right? It hasn't really changed much for you. You're still like going and doing, and how are you calculating those things? Yeah, there's, um, so they're starting to kind of, like tomorrow I'm running a half marathon with other people and they figured out ways to distance us. I have my bib, I'm ready to go. Um, I'm so excited to run this half marathon tomorrow, you have no idea. Um, but if, if you are nervous to run with people, there are like Nike Run Club, if you get that app, um, there's a great program online with uh, Run, Rock and Roll. Um, they put on marathons all across the country. Obviously they had to change things around. So what they do is they partner with these different apps like Nike Run Club and all that, and they track what you're doing and they give you points. And okay. so um, for every run, you get so many points and I got a pair of sneakers out of it. Like you know, it adds up to like real stuff that you can buy. And in the future, you can also use the points to buy um, like a, uh, registration for a marathon that they host in the future. So that's a great way. I know my sisters both got into it. My sister-in-law has done it. She's working on getting her sneakers now. So it's I cool to see it. like, yeah, it's great. Cause there was, uh, there's other virtual races where they send you the, um, metal with like your bib and stuff and i'm like but that gives me no motivation to run so, right because but, you get the prize yeah yeah and it's as trivial as that is like a medal at the end of the race is is amazing it's a great feeling yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure so i would highly recommend the run rock and roll program because they they keep track of how much you've been running run rock and roll program okay got it noted it's um, so cool. I love that you're influencing the people around you. I, I mean, if you get free sneakers out of it, I think a lot of people will join on board. So it wasn't hard to convince anyone. Freebies, <laughs> right. But that, yeah, I mean, yeah, is, yeah. But in a sense, you introduced them to it, right? So like they would have never known had you not shared that. So that's a really great feeling to be 
you know, helping people to their healthy journeys in such a way, you know, some sort of shape or form. Absolutely. Or freebie. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that, like, on social media, I always put, like, this is not an ad. Like, I am not affiliated with Run Rock and Roll whatsoever. Uh, But it was funny because I tagged them in, like, a post, and they stole my picture and put it up on their thing. And, like, okay, we're going to have to talk soon if this keeps happening. Right. Do you want to turn this into a business opportunity? Because it can be. <laughs> I, know, I posted. Um, I posted um, something with Lululemon pants that I wore yesterday, and I was like, "These are the most expensive pair of pants that I've ever bought in my life to work out, but they're so comfortable." And um, anyway, they were just like they, were, you know, Lululemon wrote a little comment to me like in my post, and I'm thinking, "Hello, can I yeah. get more?" <laughs> Let's do this. I'll you more often. So anyway. Collab DM me. <laughs> oh, so funny. But I mean, it's great though to just put those posts up. I know you do a really good job with like sharing your information with people who might be interested, people who get inspired. I'm sure you get messages all the time like, Allie, I'm inspired. Oh, I want to do that too. From people that you wouldn't expect, like from people that I had no idea were paying attention to me, like former coworkers or people I've met briefly, or like people from high school that I haven't talked to in 20 years. Um, And I always make sure, because I'm not a fast runner, I just go out there and I do my thing. So I I never put like times up on my posts about running, because I don't think any, like, and and it's so weird to me when someone's like, well, what was your time on it? I'm like, I crossed the finish line. That's all you you need. But I noticed that same thing. There's a movie on Amazon called Brittany Runs a Marathon. And she, it's kind of like the same situation as me. Like she was going through like a rough time or like she was going through a real rough patch. And like, that's how she found running was like, let me try to shift my life a little bit. Um, But they don't post her times at all. All she's working towards is like getting through. And I loved that movie, like purposely avoided putting any time stamps on it. Cause I think a lot of people get shamed out of it. When um, they like, oh, someone ran a seven-minute mile. I will never run a seven-minute mile, but I, I, could, I will run all the miles in the world. I like that. I, I like that you say that. I like that. That you know, it's because it, it, it's true. It could be totally intimidating, especially for somebody who does not run at all. Like, okay, this is scary. I'm not gonna do it. You know. So I like that. Not paying attention to the time. You know, I once um, heard this um, NPR episode might have been I don't know several months back I can't even remember I feel like COVID is in pandemic has taken my memory with timing but um I was listening to this woman who basically like had some sort of brain injury and she still runs like marathons all over the country and like she was explaining how she runs them even though she can't follow directions or like her brain doesn't allow her to know the time she said that because her brain doesn't allow her to know the to know the time, it helps her even more because she's not up against the time. And I thought that was so profound. Like I was like, wow, I never thought about that. And um, I just was so intrigued. You know, NPR always has like really great like stories. And I was just like, I can't remember what show it was, but I was just like, oh my god, like. And this woman just said she makes it through because there's little flags that she follows, you know? And if she gets lost, she just kind of goes back. She's not worried about her time. She still kind of runs the course. And, And most importantly, she pays attention to just her breathing and her pacing. And that's it. And I was like, wow, that's true. If you're just listening to the sound of your feet, 
and your pacing and your breathing, it's like there's something about that, you know? Yeah, that's fascinating. Right? I can yes, but like if you don't know how far you've gone, you just keep going, you know? It's when you thinking about it. Right. It is when you hit those mile markers, like one or two miles, you're like, well, I've done two miles, I'm done. But if she has no idea and she just keeps that's fascinating. That's great. But it seems like it's also like she's in this like meditative state totally. where she's just hearing the breathing and the rhythm. That's amazing. Yeah. How do we make that happen? It is because it is somewhat like meditation and yoga in a sense when, when you're talking about the breathing and the pacing and that sort yes. of thing, right? So yeah. It's it's just that's super interesting. I mean, and it's just of course not by default. She had an, an accident and an injury to the brain, and so she just cannot calculate those things. But if only we could all be so lucky to not calculate those things. You know what I mean? Like to not keep track. Like because your mind goes so. Fast. It messes with you so much when you're running. That has to be such bliss to run <laughs> just in that meditative state. That has to be great. Crazy. Uh, I know you have a podcast and you're on the radio. So just share with us where are you podcasting about? Like, it, what is it's what is it called again? Chasing Wellness. Chasing Wellness. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Chasing Wellness is uh, basically I try different products um, that are like gimmicky. I'm gonna buy them anyway, so I try them. And I talk to anyone that uh, has some kind of like health, wellness. It's very broad at this point. Like the last person I talked to just started a cookie business, but it's all about self-care and it's called like eat your feelings. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it goes in hand with running. Like you can still share your... It so does. I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to eat tomorrow after my half marathon. I don't know. <laughs> I love the reward. Um, the reward is very important. Reward. Yes, reward yourself. So Chasing Wellness is my podcast. I'm on Easy 102.9 in Jacksonville from 6 to 11 every single morning. And I forgot to mention, if you are trying to start running and it's January and it's cold, when you're running, you're 30 degrees warmer. So mm. you'll be fine. Mm, that's good. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Apparently, I don't know how true this is, but apparently in, in the wintertime, you burn more calories. I guess because the body's working harder to sweat. Yeah. So I guess it's a yeah. time. Yeah, wear, just wear something maybe over your ears and maybe have gloves. It's just like, you know, but um, as far as like they say to dress for like whatever the temperature is today, dress for running as if it's 30 degrees warmer. Um, so summertime you'll be sweating, but <laughs> in the wintertime, it's nice to come back and you're like not that sweaty. It's pretty great. <laughs> and social media, you're Allie Mac Radio, right? Yes, at Ally Mac Radio on everything. Yay! Thank you so much. You're the best. Yes, thank you. I love that you're doing this. It's great. Thanks so much for joining Snapback Journey Radio. And of course, you know, you can reach us on yochecka.com or send us an email if you have any questions or concerns at yochecka at gmail.com. That's Y-O-C-H-E-C-K-A.